Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, July 17th, and we're talking about learning opportunities. Today, we're talking with Reverend Dr. James Veltz, Professor of New Testament Theology at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Dr. Veltz, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Tell us about the, the benefits of learning Biblical Greek, or it's, it's also known as Koine Greek, right? Right. Well, let's back up a little bit, put it in a larger context. The, uh, the Bible is not written in English. <laughs> it is written in Hebrew and Greek, with a small portion of the Old Testament in Aramaic, a language related to Hebrew. So, you know, it's reasonable to think that if you really want the best access to what the Bible is saying, you would want to read it in the original, which is why both seminaries of our synod have people take Hebrew and Greek um, in their basic training for the MDiv degree for, for pastors. Now, the New Testament is written completely in Greek, and there is a Greek translation of the Old Testament called the Septuagint, but, um, but that's not original. That's not original. So, um, uh, you know, if we're focused upon the New Testament, and we are, after all, in the New Covenant, uh, then we want to be taking a look at the Greek to see the various um, nuances and um, um, the various specifics of the text. Now, let me talk just a little bit about this, because it's actually very important. Um, people wonder, what is the benefit? Why should you um, learn Greek? And does this mean that if you don't know Greek, you can't read the New Testament? This is a tricky question, because you can't fall off the horse on one side or the other. Here's what I mean by this. You can't say, well, it really doesn't make any difference if you know the original. Well, clearly it does make a difference because you're not re everything's a translation otherwise. <clears throat> On the other hand, you can't say it's so important that if you can't read Greek, you can't know anything about the New Testament. Well, that's clearly untrue as well. I mean, all through history, people have read the Bible in Latin, for example, or in German or in English. So we have to find some way to convey to people <clears throat> what is the benefit of using the original. And this would be true whether it's Hebrew or Greek. Now, here's my analogy, and this is what I would like the readers to get out of it in the main in the minutes this morning. It's like the difference between watching an NFL football game on a 12-inch black-and-white television <laughs> and being at the game, okay? Now, in mm -hmm. one respect, it's the same game, you know? So when the Rams were in St. Louis, <clears throat> um, Dr. Aaron <laughs> from the St. Louis Seminary, Chuck Aaron and I, had tickets, and we would go to the game together. And it was just really interesting what it was like being at the game, where, you know, now it's not so different. It's not like if you're watching TV, the Rams win, 
But if you're watching, but if you're at the game, the Buffalo Bills win. It's not like that. <laughs> but when you're in the building, you can actually see so much more. I've said to many people, no one understands the terror of playing defensive back in the NFL until he's been to a real game. And you see this guy out on an island way over by the boundary with a wide receiver who one, runs a 4-3-40, and he is trying to keep up with this guy who's jitterbug fast and so on like that. You see nothing of that when you're watching on a black and white TV. And um, you, you, when you're in the stadium, you feel the momentum change. I love to tell the story of the time the Buffalo Bills were in town when Jim Kelly was quarterbacking for him. They were behind the whole game until the last two minutes, and you just saw and felt Jim Kelly will this team down the field, getting beat up by the pass rush, making important passes on fourth down and so on like that. There's no way that that comes across when you're watching the 12-inch black and white TV. And so that's that's what it's like. You know, it's not like uh, reading the verses and suddenly if you read in the Greek, you realize, holy smoke, there's a not in John 3.16. John, God did not so love the world. It's not like that. It's that you see um, detail and complexity that is not visible through the translation. I can give you an example if you'd like it. Yes, please. Yeah. Take a, a passage you all know, Ephesians uh, 2, verse 8. By grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. <clears throat> now, that's watching the black and white TV version. Let's go to the game. First of all, at the beginning, it says, by grace, but the article is used. Now, that refers you back to a previous usage of the word grace, which occurs up in verse 7. Uh, sorry, 5. Up in verse 5. And this is in connection with the statement that we were dead in trespasses and sins, and God made us alive in Christ. Ah, well, now we kind of see what this grace involves, God making dead people alive. So it's a reference back up there. Then the statement is, by grace, you are saved. And that's actually a perfect passive form, which in the Greek means that you are currently in a safe condition as a result of a past activity. In other words, it's not, it's not like this. By grace, you are saved as if it is a um, continuous process. Or by grace, you have been saved as if it's a statement about the past sometime and you don't know when that is. No, this form tells you that this is how this should be understood. 
by the grace I was talking about above, you are currently in a safe condition through faith. And this is not of yourselves. Well, what's the referent of this? What is it that's not of yourselves? Is it the grace? Is it the faith? You don't know. See, you're reading the English. You don't know. You don't realize that those two words are both feminine. And the word for this is neuter. So the referent of this is most likely the entire thing that's being talked about in the first part of the verse. By grace, you are in a safe condition through faith. And all of this, all of this is not from you. Now, the standard translations will go on and say it is the gift of God. But that's not the word order. The word order is God's gift it is. So the focus isn't on gift, it's on God. It is the gift of God. And then you can see in verse 9, not of works. So there's the contrast. So look at the different. Look how different that passage suddenly sounds. It's not saying you are saved by what you do. You know, it's not like a hundred percent difference. But when you're going to the game in the text, you see that grace refers us back to verse five with the article. You are in a safe condition. Tells you not about a process or not about something that happened in the past but about what is the condition right now. And then the this is not of yourselves. You know that it refers to the whole thing that's come up previous in the verse, not to faith alone, not to grace alone, but to the whole process and that God is emphasized. Now, folks, doesn't it sound to you like people should be able to do that if they're pastors? be able to unfold that kind of thing for their people, be able to take their people to the game, I think it would be a pretty darn good idea, don't you? <laughs> yes. And if, if the last 10 minutes hasn't convinced anybody to take this course, <laughs> I'm not sure what will, quite honestly. Uh, we, we have we have like a minute less and a half. than two minutes, <laughs> a minute and a half. Uh, can you give us a very brief overview of, of the upcoming Greek courses and how to register? Yeah, well, if you want to register, contact Concordia Seminary and contact the registrar's office. Beth Manneke is the registrar, uh, and uh, she will. But if you just contact the registrar's office, they'll put you right here. And uh, this course is basically uh, once a week for two hours, and in that two hours, what we do is the students who sign up for the course have access to a filming of a lecture I did for each of the chapters of my Greek book. So they watch that on their own. Then they come on with me for two hours. We debrief on all of the exercises, all of the practice sentences, all of the Bible passages that are assigned for the particular lesson. And then that entire two-hour session is itself filmed. It is recorded. 
so that if a person misses, he can go back and watch that recording. I mean, it's, it's a it's a pretty cool little system here that uh, allows people to um, access multiple, um, what would you say, multiple points of help. You can watch the video, you can be on live, you can review what was on live via video. So you want to go to the game, learn biblical Greek with Dr. Veltz <laughs> this fall. Uh, check it out at csl.edu. Dr. Veltz, thank you so I'd much be, for yep, being our guest. I'd be more than happy to have you in class. You betcha. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That's good stuff. I, I, I need to. I need to take a class now. <laughs> You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit kfuo.org. You can also text KFUO to four one four 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 or send an email to gifts at kfuo.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.